but if we strip all of that away and we just come from a place of, of love and understanding and hearing p different voices and opinions and, um, you know, being respectful, like it will all, yeah, it, there's just so much that's like embedded in what I, in what I do and what you do. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's the solution to a lot of the things that we have in this world with domestic violence, with, you know, the racism, with, with everything, you know, people think that they're on this tier and that they're more powerful than the other person. Welcome to the Art Infused Life podcast. I'm Dawn Beauvais, a soulful light illuminating my innermost emotions with intuitive abstract art. I'm also a nurse practitioner focusing on addiction medicine and mental health wellness. And I'm Lynn Mazzolini. I'm a sensitive intuitive painter of feminine expression and I'm a chemistry professor with a fascination for the technical aspects of art materials. This podcast explores the emotional elements behind art and the art making process. Our intention is to inspire you and elevate your life with the unspoken power of art. We'll be here weekly. Now let's get started. Hello, friends. This week on the podcast, Don and I had a chat with Taisha Harrison. Taisha is a full-time professional artist whose business is named I Am Undefined Art. Her art is very inspired by bold creativity, urban culture, innovation, storytelling, emotional rawness, and also music. She feels that her higher calling is to use art as a vehicle to engage, serve, uplift, and transform the community. Raising the level of consciousness, inspiring deep connection, and provoking a desire to think without limitations. Tasha's work has always been inspired by various cultural issues. But in light of the tragic loss of her own sister to a domestic violence assault, her art takes on a whole new meaning. She talks about the loss of her sister, and she talks about her calling to spread the word and help end domestic violence. You can find Taisha on Instagram, Facebook, and I believe also TikTok as I Am Undefined Art. Now, let's take a listen. Oh, Taisha, I'm so happy to see you again. Hi. It's been a while since we connected. <laughs> Right. It's been a while. <laughs> I love that song. How are you? I finished the mastery program this summer mm -hmm. and just like trying to figure out like what to do next. And yeah, I'm still working my day job, which I'm enjoying in a different way now. And yeah, things are good. Nice. Good to hear. Hi, Don. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how you got started in art. Um, are you classically trained or, you know, did you start early in life, later in life? For sure. Um, so I actually started art um, three years ago. Um, 
and how I started. So just a little background about um, me. I'm a storytelling storytelling um, mixed media artist, and um, I started in fashion. I used to work for Neiman Marcus. Um, I've always been a creative. I just didn't know it. Um, I love creating events. So after Neiman Marcus, I went into leadership and then um, I got laid off from the leadership nonprofit. And <laughs> um, it was a blessing in disguise because um, I used to be the coordinator for this leadership um, nonprofit. And, um, and I love the event side of things, of creating and planning things out, the community, the people. And so... Um, when I got laid off of there, I started my business called I Love This Journey. Um, and because life is about a journey and I wanted to create events for the community. And that was another part, the community um, aspect of it. And so I created an event to where I had seven poets and 11 artists. The poets stayed their poetry while the artists paint how they felt. During that time, I got laid off. I got my heart broken. Um, I didn't want to fall back into depression, which was um, years before. So I wanted to creatively express myself. And after seeing the artist paint what they felt um, while listening to a po the poetry, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to become an artist. And one of the artists, um, Nicole Kluth, um, she went through the mastery program. Um, I also know Talisa Lopez, I believe her last name, Lopez Garcia. Um, she went through the mastery program. And so I invested um, in the program. And I'm glad that I did because the Milans are amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't have no experience. I didn't doodle. Um, I didn't think I was a great like artist or anything like that. The only thing that I've taken is one art class at Phoenix Center for the Arts. I love them. And um, also, um, like the paint and sip, I just took like one class of there. So that was like my only art background. And um, yeah, so I just jumped into it. I said, if they can do that, I know I can. And I'm very bold. I'm very like exploratory. Like, I'll explore, I'll try it. If I fail, I it's, it's not failure, it's lessons for me. Um, you know, and that's how I was. I was like, I'm going to try it out. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I know that I'm going to get something out of it, especially with like my background with all these other organizations and just quitting jobs that were like high paying jobs. But because I didn't feel fulfilled, um, I was like, I'm just going to try it. And I'm glad that I did because now I intertwine the event side of things. I have the fashion component and then now I have the art and what I do is I engage with the community since that's really huge for me especially in the mental health world and then also domestic violence awareness after losing my sister and so I intertwine these these disciplines since my degree is in interdisciplinary studies these disciplines to help others in healing arts and creative expression is not about being perfect me um that's why i'm a mixed media abstract artist it's about the journey of the painting and so um i can i can get into this because i'm super passionate so i'll let you guys talk but that's how i got into it i didn't have any background in art but the milan art institute helps me out um they they taught me the traditional old mastery 
you know, Lynn can um, explain as well um, the old mastery technique, the mixed media, the abstract, um, acrylic to oil paint. Um, with all their combined experience as a family, I mean, I highly recommend um, the program for sure. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank yeah, you. I've, I've been following you for a while on social media. And I don't remember exactly how I stumbled upon you, but probably Facebook said something yeah. <laughs> I might be interested in you because I was also following um, some of the same groups and stuff with the Milan art. But um, yes. yeah, I really have enjoyed watching your journey online. And I know there's a lot of stuff that's been behind the scenes, but what I can say is that I'm really impressed with how much emotion um, you show in your work and you share with people and how just strong you are, you know, in terms of, um, you. you know, just taking on some of these really difficult subjects, you know, really head on and in a really inspirational way for other people who are probably, you know, still dealing with a lot of the muck. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, emotion and creative expression is um, definitely one of the pillars of my business. Um, it's not just creating art, it's about the people for me. Um, because I know that we're all not alone. And um, there's a lot to the story of when, you know, I got my heart broken from the relationship and laid off. It's like, that's every day for, you know, many people in this world. And so being vulnerable um, helps other people be vulnerable in their own ways, in their own lives. And so that's my take. My art is very intentional. Um, normally it has meaning to it, um, some type of story behind it, even if it's for me and I'm helping and it's inspirational for others when I share that. Um, I've had so many people state and send me messages like, you know, they were going to commit suicide, but they saw something and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like just all of that, like emotions. And, you know, um, I have other projects before the I Am Undefined Art, which is the name of my brand today. Um, I have like the screen project, which are seven components to help overcome depression because um, in early 2013, um, you know, I wanted once wanted to um, commit suicide because I just felt like I was so different from people. Um, I just didn't understand why people didn't like me at the time. It was, it was just a whole ordeal. And so these seven components helped me overcome, you know, depression. It's, it spells out scream. So the first letter is S and that's self-awareness. And then it's creativity, reflection in nature, um, expression, art, music, and meditation. And I tried, not tried, I implemented those, um, you know, key components into my daily life. And I was receiving messages like 111, 1111. That's, um, I love, that's why my business is, um, you know, business anniversary is on 1111. When I had the seven poets, 11 artists, 711 was another um, number. So Every time I followed those numbers, it led me to someone new. It led me to a person that I need to talk to. It led me to the artists. Like these were artists that I didn't even know, but I was reaching out to people. And um, so I went around to different surrounding states like Utah, because I'm in Arizona, Utah, California, um, 
where else, where else? Um, I can't think of it right now, but I went to scream with them and I was asking people and telling people about these seven components. And I was like, Hey, can you scream with me? You know? And they're like, uh, okay. You know, like how odd that is, but people did it. And, um, afterwards they were asking me like, Hey, can we do that again? And it's like, so simple. It's like, we can all scream, but like, just, you know, the awareness of people asking if they can do it again in a public place, like, you know, the beach, it's like, it was just mind blowing to me. And I said, I need to bring this out to people. And so, um, yeah, I greatly appreciate the, the kind words. Um, yeah, the kind words. <laughs> I, I wanted to say, I think it's really important that, um, you know, to reiterate what I heard is you didn't have a lot of classical training, but you had the heart and soul and you had the passion and you have a cause. And uh, I think that's kind of similar to where Lynn and I are both with our art journey as well. You know, we both have causes um, that are, we're very passionate about Um and I know for me, art was really just a journey of healing, self-healing um, after I've had a lot of um, tragic losses in my life. And, um, and, you know, I started showing the art and explaining the art and people started buying the art. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, it's, you know, when I see Lynn's art as well, you know, she's very passionate about empowering women and you can see that in her art. And that to me is what makes you stand out as an artist, what makes Lynn stand out, what makes myself stand out. It's really not about the uh, technique of the art, although people have to enjoy it. It's really about the story. And I, I hear that with you and I see it. And I think it's really cool that you also, you know, it's not just art, you know, you're, you're trying to deliver a message. You're trying to make some positive change in the world, which boy, do we need that right now? So for sure. Yeah. That was really cool to hear your explanation. And I am going to look up your scream thing. Cause I think it's awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to dive into, uh, I'm a mixed media artist as well. I love mixed media. Um, I like all kinds. I, I mean, I started with watercolor and, you know, but I love mixed media and I want to kind of dive into your process a little bit with you and see, you know, why that particular type resonates with you and, you know, some of the feelings that you have about that. Yeah, for sure. So um, my process is it starts out in like a wash. Um, a lot of it is grounded in the Milan Art Institute. And um, if you have not been in the, through the program, we start off in oil. And oil takes a while to um, dry. And I'm, I guess my temperament of learning is very fast paced. It's very bold. It's like, just try it and explore. Like I love to explore. So I am a ID. I is 
um, I can't even remember what it is. Oh, influential. And then D is like dominant, I guess. And so um, there was like keywords and I, I haven't looked at it for a while. There was keywords underneath it. And I was like, that's totally me. So I love starting off with the wash. Sometimes it's grounding. Like this is my foundational layer. You know, what do I want to say or what do I want to embed um, as the, the foundation layer? And I love setting intentions. I love praying. I love meditating. Um, I love, um, if you notice that my brand name is like a, a positive affirmation, it always starts with I am undefined art. Um, all my painting names starts with I am and then the title of the painting. So that way, when people read it, it's, it's more of like a positive affirmation. But um, so yeah, the, the first layer is a foundational layer. Um, normally, I'm writing positive affirmations or a message, um, lots of mark making. And then it's acrylic, like a light wash. And then um, it's collaging. And then it's like it repeats itself. And it's very intuitive. And sometimes, you know, it starts off with a light wash. Sometimes it starts with collage or mark making. Um, it really does depend on how I feel. Normally, I'm listening to music. So that kind of has an influence on there or something happened in the world to where I'm like, I just need to express. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm always, not always, but majority of the time in my right brain, I just love to go. And I don't want to think about like the imagery. So normally I don't have like an imagery. I will just paint. And then I'm like, okay, I can veil some of the pieces or yeah, veil some of the pieces. So that way it looks like an image. If I'm inspired by a woman, I paint a lot of women portraits, um, abstract. So obviously that doesn't have like imagery. It's just shapes and colors and composition. So um, it really does depend on what story I want to tell, but also open it, like have an open dialogue with the community. What is it that they feel since emotion is one of my pillars? Um, and sometimes I allow the, the audience to finish the story, even though my story may be totally different. I had several, many art collectors say a totally different experience. And sometimes that's for them. That's their story that they want to tell. And that's the open dialogue. Like, just because I have a story, that's just the start of it. Um, but they're ending it, you know, they're the ones that's purchasing the artwork, they're the ones that have that story or that connection, which is another pillar of my business, um, the connection to the piece. And so um, I leave that up to the, um, the um, art collectors, which is amazing, because they sometimes they explain it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds beautiful, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's 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 a beautiful process. Yeah, I, really I love that about abstract art. I love yes. it. Yeah. And also, I just wanted to say I think that's really interesting. How you know we we as human beings we have so many common experiences, which I think you touched on before. And so I mm -hmm. think it's really brilliant to you know, get into your emotions. And then there's probably that common emotion that is the connection. And when people really emotionally connect to a piece of art, then they're definitely going to want to buy it, right? But then they're going to want to have that thing on their wall, not necessarily about your story, but about their story. 
So right. I think that's so, exactly. so great how you, you make that bridge for them um, by mm-hmm. being comfortable and maybe expressing some emotion and having like so many positive um, affirmations and imagery and even like the title in there. So it has all that positive, you know, messaging as like a takeaway. And I think you're doing a huge service for people, especially your collectors. Mm-hmm. Likewise. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to um, ask you a little bit about some of the special events that you've done. Like I remember you did um, a special exhibit for um, Take Back the Night, um, which was a while ago. And then you've done also the domestic violence um, awareness exhibits. Do you want to talk about either of those or? For sure. So um, over the course of the three years, um, I've done over about, oh my goodness, over 50 projects. Um, and the most recent ones are the Stallion Stampede, which is right behind me. That's with the Arabian Horse Show, Stallion Stampede, um, City of Scottsdale, which is a major city in Arizona, one of the major cities in Arizona had um, sponsored the horse. And so um, to raise money for charity. So these horses will be stationed around, there's about over, I think over 17 horses that some artists in the the Valley have. And I have one of them Um, will be stationed in old town Scottsdale, the fashion square, which is one of the major um, malls here in Scottsdale and um, then auction off at a gala in April. And um, that's really cool because it's, you know, a collaborative event. Um, I'm definitely going to include the, the community soon asking for photos for the collage components since that's one of, one of the things that I love, you know, um, doing. Another um, project is the ACSDV for Domestic Violence Awareness um, Month. In October, I did paint um, paint Phoenix purple in the park. And that one was very special because I lost my sister to domestic violence um, December 19th um, of last year. And so I wanted to give back to the domestic violence survivors. And um, I believe they reached out to me um, because it was with the city of Phoenix because I did something with ACES DV, um, which was at a gala shortly after my sister had passed away. I, I, did, I think it was like in April or March. Um, they had a gala and I reached out to them to donate one of the pieces. So I did like a life painting with ACES DV and then um, raised $3,000 for the organization um, in March or April. And then um, City of Phoenix, you know, in October, I did paint. Phoenix Purple, which is a large event for the city of Phoenix. Um, I've done things for the city of Scottsdale, like Memory Lounge for the, um, the what is it called? I'm drawing a blank. It's called Memory Lounge. Um, they work with a group of individuals, the elderly, and um, we paint it, which was super, you know, fun um, to just creatively express. Um, I've done things for take, um, 
take back the night. Um, I just donated a piece or for like display a couple, or I think that was last year, but there's, there's quite a few, um, also Phoenix fabulous experience is one of my current projects. And then, and then also, um, McCain art or McCain Institute, which is, um, battling against, um, human trafficking and online exploitation for teens or for our youth. And so um, those three major projects, Phoenix Fabulous Experience, um, Stallion Stampede, and also um, Rural Friends Don't, which is by the McCain Institute are my three current projects that I'm doing. And all of their, um, what is it? The rebuilds is in March and April of next year, 2023. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot there. Um, thank you for all of that amazing work and um, also for sharing um, a little bit about your personal experience. Um, I, I remember uh, seeing the post and the news story about your sister and um, really very sorry for your loss on that and uh i mean you're right because the survivors of that especially kids um you know they have a lot of complicated feelings um and they can be affected you know it can take a lot for them to heal from domestic violence um situations i can't remember but i think did your sister have kids i think so mm-hmm yeah. So she had um, my niece and nephew. My niece is now nine years old and my nephew is seven. At the time, they were eight and six. Um, so two kids. And like my sister is a hero and I'm still impacted, like obviously, um, because she was a beautiful soul. If I best describe, she's non-confrontational, like hippie-like, very fun um soul like it reminds me of a sunflower just very powerful in her own way like you know if there's arguments she was like oh no it's okay girl you know like she just had this fun vibe about her beautiful beautiful soul and um like a lot of her is embedded in the things that I do that's why I took on the domestic violence you know um helping domestic violence survivors. Um, I'm, I'm about to, or I'm in the process of creating the Sunflower Soul Project, which is in honor of my sister, just taking the elements of her and just her spirit and her light and, um, you know, bringing it out and onto the, the community. But um, yeah, my sister, she's, she's definitely a light, definitely a hero. Um, in my eyes and so still healing from from it um my my niece and nephew is definitely healing from it and um yeah my entire family actually yeah i i was gonna say i i really feel like that is in addition to the work that you're doing, the community service work, um, that's why art is so impactful because it does help heal um, 
you know, I um, tragically lost my son and uh, to an overdose. And um, I've been very invested in the recovery community and, um, you know, changing the face of addiction because we refer to people as objects and they're people. And, um, again, he was a beautiful light too. And that's why I turned to painting because it was the one place that I could go where I found, um, peace and my mind wasn't thinking, you know, the what ifs and the whys and, and, and whatnot. But, um, I, I found that the, a lot of people that connect with me have been impacted by substance use disorder in one way or another, whether they've mm-hmm. lost someone or, you know, they're in recovery or something like that. And our passions come through and people find us. And I, I think that's why so many people have found you because you know, domestic violence is one of those hidden, hidden oh, for sure. in society. People don't want mm-hmm. to talk about it. People don't want to acknowledge it, just shove it under the rug. And unless we talk about it and, you know, make it forefront in the, in the front of someone's mind, it's not going to get better. So exactly. what you're doing is so important. So, so important. And uh, I really relate to that on a spiritual level. Thank you. Um, First, I I just want to say sorry for your loss um, as well. Um, And thank you for doing what you're doing for the recovery, you know, community. That's like, I I applaud people because it's not easy at all. It's Mm -hmm. not easy, especially when you're healing. Um, Every time, you know, because I, I, I do want to make sure when I go into these spaces, um, when it comes to domestic violence, I want to make sure that I am strong enough. So I've been trying to take my time, you know, doing these projects, um, you know, but I also have those moments, especially early morning, you know, she's my, my phone screen, screensaver. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell her good morning every morning. I, I pray for her and I pray for her children. You know, I pray for my family, um, for myself, because it's it's still ongoing. You know, I, I still have the trial. I still have, you know, family members that since being one of the oldest, you know, making sure that they're they're okay. But then I also have my healing, you know, process and and it comes out throughout the day, you know, and sometimes that's not shown on because I, I am more, more on the positive side, but I try to be as vulnerable as possible, but I don't want to, um, I guess, uh, you know, like make sure that I don't bring down people's day because that's not, but also be open to, mm-hmm. and so once I get to that, that time when, you know, Sunflower Soul and um, the Sunflower Soul project, there will be a lot of open dialogue, but it will be in a group setting, you know, mm-hmm. to where we can be able to express completely and, um, you know, 
expressed in a way that it, it's open and it's it's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry because I, I have that too. You know, I'm I'm angry, but I do it in a way to where um, it's through my painting and my expression. You know, what I mean, it's through writing and being able to get that out. So that way I can be the light that my sister was, you know? Um, yeah. And so it, it's, I, I definitely applaud you um, and, and the work that you do, that we all do, even you, Lynn. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey. I've, I've loved this phrase for a long time, but it's so true. There's no way around the pain. We have yeah. to go through it. Uh -huh. But, um, you know, what you described is um, going through the pain with grace. And that's what I try to do, too. Yes. Um, you know, just go through it with grace. And it's okay to cry, but we can't stay there. Um, that's not what exactly our life here is supposed to be. You know, we were created to have joy and happiness and peace doesn't mean that we don't get in those funks, you know what I mean? But, um, right. Striving to be positive and peaceful and joyful is, is key. So. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. I read a scripture last night that stated the, the difference between joy, happiness and, um, peace. And so, um, that's, that's true alignment. I agree. Mm -hmm. It's funny when, when things are meant to come to you, they always show up. And, um, I had this young girl that was in the recovery community that I had lost touch with. And the past week has been just really uh, challenging for me for whatever reason. I don't know why it's just been really challenging. And just out of the blue, she started sending me these positive messages every single morning. Wow. That's, that's the universe at work, right? Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, what you do matters for sure. Thank you. Likewise. Yeah. Well, yeah, for me, it's, um, I just, want to say I feel like it's really shocking that these things are still happening um in in our lives you know especially the domestic violence because um I witnessed a lot of that when I was a kid and um luckily I mean my mom left the the marriage and I, re I watched her you know go through all of that struggle and whatnot but I I'm now 50 I turned 50 this year and it's been 43 years since my mom left and you know took her kids with and you know set a different example for us but then she didn't necessarily stay on that road of um, independence so she got into another relationship and then another one and so you know for me to find my way you know over my life has been really interesting challenge and that's a big part of what I think is coming out in my art is, you know, kind of this women's empowerment, you know, mm -hmm. because it really isn't going to be, I think these things aren't really going to be solved 
you know, mm-hmm. until women are really truly equal and maybe until men are allowed to actually have emotions because we always tell men, right. men to man mm-hmm. up or whatever. And so they're, you know, bottling up all these emotions that, you know, they can't deal with. And women are, you know, not necessarily in enough position of power to, you know, with, for themselves. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a thing. So I really, truly believe it's, that's like one of the things that I've been trying to not like figure out, but just had this aha moment that if we all come from a place of love, like this world would be a better place, right? Like God is love. So if we all came from a place of love, that's why like the mental health is really huge for me. I feel like people are not their true self. We came from love. So that's our true self, love that all of these societies and what, like you stated, Lynn, men are not supposed to cry or show expression, you know, like emotion, you have to be tough. You know, if we all just came from that, when we first was a baby, we, we didn't come out as the men were, you know, the tough person, right? We're babies. So like the nourishing, right? Um, the society created what they created as far as, you know, it goes from, the, the races, the, you know, the ethnicities, the, the men, the women, like if we just strip all of that away, what we came from, like, then this world, it would be like a better place. And so I think that's a lot of what's happening in the world as far as, you know, um, people are not being heard or they're not able to express. And so they take it out on other people because they feel empowered. Like that's their, um, I don't even know what the, the right word is. And so that's why I incorporate the, the mental health part. If we are able to just strip the, the titles from, you know, our jobs, if we can strip the, the men, the women, like we, we understand that we are the men and the women in the world, you know, but if we strip all of that away and we just come from a place of, of love and understanding and hearing p- different voices and opinions and, um, you know, being respectful, like it will all, yeah, it, there's just so much that's like embedded in what I, in what I do and what you do, um, which is that overall, thing and so um yeah and I I think that's the solution to a lot of the things that we have in this world with domestic violence with you know the racism with with everything you know people think that they're on this tier and that they're more powerful than the other person Uh you know Mm -hmm. I mean and so when you have that ego component of ourselves Mm-hmm. One person think, and then it's just a battle between who's the highest of the high. And it's like, no, like we're all human, you know, like, so mm-hmm. there's just yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's so funny. You say that because, you know, people would ask me, well, what's your religion? And I said, you know, if I had to boil it down to one word, my religion is love. love. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Right. And, um, I didn't, that's not unique to me. I didn't think of that, but uh, another young man that was really important in my life um, who also passed away. Um, he used to say that all the time. He goes, ah, my religion is love. And I'm like, yes, I love that's so true. Yeah. If we could just love everybody. <laughs> and you right. know what? That goes for the abuser, which is really hard, you know. Or, you know, I have um in my case, um, the drug dealer. Okay. So if you really, really want to be true to what you're saying, we have to love everybody. We may not love what they do or how they behave or or something like that. But deep down in the core of everyone is love some way, somehow. And maybe, maybe. it's not love in the sense that I normally think of love, um, but it's something about like understanding, like maybe, I don't know, like a understanding the humanness in them. I don't know. But just understanding their story, because obviously they didn't, they didn't pop out of the womb, you know, like, yeah, very, like, angry person, you know, like their, their story has shaped them to who they are today. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of forgiveness. And like, you know, there's, there's a lot of, yeah, there's forgiveness, there's love and, and, it's just that's the base, right? That's the foundation that we all came from a place of love. And, it's, you know, we have all these different stories, what happened to us, what shaped us to the person that we are today and all this other stuff. And it's just a lot of unpacking, right? And right. Um, just going back to, down to where we're coming from. And, and I feel like a lot of people just doesn't, they don't feel the love or they, they don't feel heard. And so- in order to be heard there. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, a, it's definitely an issue. And I think creativity and I think arts and I think, you know, um, just being able to share our stories and our experiences and listening and lots of forgiveness and a lots of, you know, expressing in a positive way, not necessarily like acting out. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So have you ever painted like, like one time I tried to paint, like somebody said, Oh, just go get that aggression out on your canvas. And so I go and I'm throwing some paint down and then, you know, I, I just can't paint that kind of art. <laughs> I throw it down <laughs> and it into something like, you know, wavy and, and, uh, you know, maybe floral or something like that. And I'm like, well, this is my angry piece. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Um, as far as like, no, my, my paintings, I try, even though I painted like when I was like angry, I, I think it comes out more in writing. It comes out and because I don't want to be like angry in that way, you know, like stay, cause it, it just, I'm, I'm a true believer of law of attraction. Like uh -huh. that's just me. If I'm going to be angry, yeah. there's going to be angry people coming after me, you know, type of mm -hmm. thing. So I try to clear that with like the meditation. I try to clear that with the music that I listen to. One of my 
taking in, right? Mm -hmm. Why am I angry? So I need to express that, right? Get it out. So that normally comes out in writing and then understanding. And then, you know, like I, I can't write because that's the foundation, right? That's part of my process when I'm painting. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want that angriness to be the foundation of that. It's going to someone. I I am true believer. I listen to a lot of like philosophers when it comes to like Alan Watts, Wayne Dyer, law of attraction, you know, the secret, like all of that stuff. There's, there's truth in that there's, you know, Uh the law of the universe, like, so I don't want my paintings to go to someone, especially if I'm pressing and I'm showing that on, you know, I have a smiley face, but I'm painting angry, you know, so um, I try to write that and then, you know, like burn, like burn that, like, what is it that I want to say, write it out, okay, get that out, have my Uh peace with it, understand it. And then sometimes I like burn the paper as a like a symbolism, like, okay, I'm leaving that up to God for God to handle. That's pretty cool. And so that's, that's my take on that. Um, Uh huh. Yeah. So that's really brilliant because the brushstrokes don't lie. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Emotion gets caught in those (laughs) brushstrokes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, right after that, um, that massacre where all those children were killed in that uh, shooting, um, I went to get it out on paper and I, I'm using red and black and, by the time my painting was done, that's what I'm talking. I had swirlies in there and I had a heart in there. And I'm like, because I just, they come from a place of love. <laughs> I just can't paint right. angry. Right. About <laughs> <laughs> wavies and, and hearts. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. then all you do is laugh about it. Like, oh, this was supposed to be an angry painting, but it's hearts and waves. Yeah. And- it's a, you know, your inner soul stating like, no, you know, that's just, yeah, yeah. you have to get it out, but like, you're really from a place of love. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> like I have not had a chance to go to your um, page and look at your art because I've just been dealing with a lot of uh, my own personal family issues um, recently. And just by talking to you, I'm thinking, I can't wait to get off of here and go look at her. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. You know, be including links and stuff. For the yes. I'm just excited about it because yeah, I, I can feel it. I feel it. You know, I, I feel, I pay an emotion too. And I, mm-hmm. I just like feel, I can feel your art right now. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, you've given us so much, um, really so much, you know, for our listeners, um, so much, um, wisdom, really powerful wisdom. Do you have any, um, last things that you want to share or maybe, you know, tell us that are coming up, um, uh, people to check out certain um exhibits or something (laughs) especially people that live in Arizona (laughs) right (laughs) um so I will be working with Phoenix Center for the Arts uh I'm working on that project 
So maybe in March, I may have another exhibition. I just recently had my solo exhibition um, in October at Ciseo Art Gallery, but it's now down. Um, the three major projects is Phoenix, um, Phoenix Fabulous Experience, um, The Stallion, and then also The Real Friends Don't. Those are my three major projects currently. And then um, 2023, I am, if I can get to the point of not crying um, and just work something out, it would be the Sunflower Soul Project. And that's going to be a global, like a global um, project to helping others creatively express. And I've been working on that. I'm, I'm hoping to work with neurologists, um, people in the trauma-informed community, obviously domestic violence survivors, um, and want to make sure whatever I'm putting out there is, is quality and not just placing things out there just because. Um, so I really want to make sure that is it going to reach people in the right way? or, you know, try to avoid triggering as much as possible, even though we're creatively expressing. Um, and having like the backup, like ACES DV, the Arizona Coalition of Ending Sexual and Domestic Violence, you know, um, that organization, you know, what is the need out there? So being able to do my research, it may take, you know, a couple months to a year. Um, it may not launch in 2023, maybe early 2024. I just want to make sure whatever I'm doing, especially in honor of my sister, Dolores Smith, um, that it's done right. Like one of the things that she wanted to do was to give back to an organization and her family and her children is her voice. And so I, I am strongly about that. Um, you know, I, I, I said, this is my mission. My sister is my mission. Any project that I do has my sister stamped into it. Like there's going to be sunflowers on this, uh, you know, on the stallion. So that way when people, you know, when they um, ask about the story, it's, it's always going to be, you know, my sister. And then also like other things, there's like city of Arizona in here. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's, that's mainly my mission um, here and on out that, you know, my family were my sister's voice. And so um, if we can help as many people as possible, then I'm all for it, um, you know, helping that community so that way it doesn't happen to another family um, because that that was unexpected. That was, you know, I'm, I'm still going through it almost a year. Monday will be a year, um, December 19th will be a year and it, it feels like yesterday, um, you know, just talking it like I can feel myself getting emotional um, about it. And I, I try to like steer away so that way I'm not like having a ball on, on camera, but um, yeah. So those are my four major projects. Um, and that's just in the beginning of, of um, the year. And I know, who I am, you know, through God, I know who I am and how much grit and how much passion um, I have for the community, for my family, of course, for, for God. And so um, what I, what I can do, you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be other projects after, you know, this it's, 
God's making his way, you know, like giving me um, the project, which I'm truly grateful for. I also want to mention, um, you know, cancer support community who is hosting me. Um, this is their space. And to be able to learn about the different organizations in your community um, and, you know, being able to like help them too. So that's my, my take. Again, I can go forever. <laughs> so I'm just going to cut it off there, but get to know your organization and um, just words for your audience. Um, whatever you're passionate about, just go for it. Mm-hmm. Just go for it. It Even if it's just small steps, whatever you're passionate about, just go for it. If you love painting, you know, start painting, start doodling. If it's, you know, words being a keynote speaker, I just recently, um, last month, um, did a keynote speaking engagement for the first time for the Arizona Arts Education. I hope I said that correctly, but it was a bunch of art teachers um, in Prescott. And I was scared. I was like... I'm not a keynote speaker, but being able to um, get the word for your mission, your life mission, um, only you know that, um, is very important. Your voice is important. Um, and so do what you love. Um, I, I'm a true believer of being yourself, being vulnerable, because you never know who you're going to impact. And also rejection is only redirection. Like yes. it's just a, a redirection. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's it's not necessarily like re- rejection. That meant it wasn't meant for you mm-hmm. at all. Or it wasn't meant for you at that moment. That it's just a redirection. And you may come back to it. There has been times when I applied for grants. And got rejected the first time. This was like the first year of painting. And I said, it's okay. And then like a year later, I I ended up getting that grant that I wanted a year ago. So, and I was a much better artist the second year. I'm on my third year now. And so it's just redirection and just keep going because you never know who you're going to impact. And and all the stories, the DMs and and all of that, like, um, even those who are silent. Um, I've been in the community to where strangers come up to me and I'm like, who is this person? They're like, I know who you are. Like, I'm following you on Facebook. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, and they're like, I just really love your your videos. It's very inspirational um, and all that. And I, I never received a comment from them. Um, maybe one comment a long time ago, but they've been following my journey. So do what you love, um, be vulnerable. Um, also, you know, have your space too, to where you can collect and, and um, reflect. And yeah, like, so that that's my words for your audience. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Awesome. That is awesome. so much. <laughs> so much. Value. Been, yeah, <laughs> such a pleasure. Uh, this hour went like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like our listeners are going to get so much more than um, just art from, <laughs> from this episode, because that's really, you know, art might be the, the catalyst or the, the, the pathway to what you're doing, but it's, it's so much, it's more. so much more, mm-hmm. so much more. Yeah. 
So it's great to talk to you and thank you. And we might have to have you back sometime. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Love talking to you. It's great. Likewise. Thank you you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Art Infused Life podcast. Please take a moment to review this podcast, to make a couple of comments, ask a question. Your reviews, comments, and interaction with the podcast help tell the platforms that it's something worth listening to. And if you heard something here that you think might resonate with someone, please share. Thank you again for listening.